This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. So I go on another tour with all of us too. Let me hear you say now. Hello and welcome back to episode 152 of the 1912 Exiles podcast. I am your host, occasional host, Jack from WeAreExiles.net. A short, sharp, sweet, potentially bittersweet episode today, given what the result was like. Nil nil. Take your choice if you like those sort of things. I thought it was quite entertaining. Anyway, I uh, thought that we'd just catch up with you all in lieu of any sort of panel show. A lot of the guys are on holiday, work, etc., etc. So it's uh, it's task to me to fill that gap. Not for long, but I'll do my best. Am I going to do that? Well, bits of odd news. Can you believe it? We've been nominated for an award. Club Podcast of the Year 2023 from the Football Supporters Association. Can't believe it. Totally humbled, overwhelmed as we all are. Yeah, what to say? It's uh, It's unbelievable considering that the fellow nominees are all pretty much Premier League quality. Anfield Rap, Arse Blog, it's not what you think it is, Fulhamish, you know, there's some stiff competition. Now, we need your help. We need to go giant killing. So, if you haven't already, if you point your browser to tinyurl.com forward slash 1912 award, that's 1912 award, it will take you to the Survey Monkey site. Go to question 8. Scroll down to question eight and click a tick in for 1912 XRs and vote. One vote per machine. Spread the word thick, fast, far and wide. And let's see if we can go on the tear again. I don't think so, but, you know, here's hoping. I'm really looking forward to Ian's drunken poetry as he accepts it. Let's make that reality. Come on, how good would that be? Now, obviously... All of us at 1912 Exos Towers are stupidly uh, overwhelmed and humbled, as I've said. And really, it comes down to, yeah, the efforts of the guys and ultimately the reaction and the encouragement of you listeners. And it's been so heartwarming to get all this warm feedback, specifically when it comes to our Ko-Fi account. So I won't shill it too much, but essentially we have a bit of a 
coffee change pot that people could chuck into a bucket collection, if you will, a Rob Santurius bucket collection. Just if you like what we do and you want to just contribute the price of a coffee towards um, whatever it is we do, <laughs> record podcasts, keep you entertained whilst you're doing the gardening on your commutes to Stockport and across the nation. Um, it's It's been a really, really helpful tool just to keep the lights on. And we can't thank you enough. And in fact, I'm going to take it upon myself to actually thank you by name because it just needs to be heard. So thank you very, very much to continuous subscriber Hamid Baladabadi, Josh K, Umri Ollie, Chris S, Mark Adams, Rosetta Exiles WhatsApp group. You won't let me in, but thank you for the money. Tony, Rob Collins, Tutor Wales, Daniel Harreen, The Exile, Exile, Gav, Riska, Amid Bala the Baby again. Thank you again. Steve, Alan Cooper, Zig, who wants to hear more about the Newport United futsal team. Maybe you're on it, Zig. Um, Anonymous, quite a few Anonymous. Tony, Gareth Howells, John D, Joe, Dr. Bad Vibe, Crawford, Jim, Stuart, Gareth, Tony again, Mark, Camrioli again. Thank you all so 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 much for keeping the lights on and keeping us motivated and 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 really showing us the love and we've felt it anyway let's get the 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 small amount of content that we have for you out to your ears as soon as we can so basically put the shout out on twitter for a bit of communication i'm not surprised really nil nils aren't the most mm, enticing encouraging of games to opine on but we're very very thankful for uh, contributions from anonymous reese warren what a surprise <laughs> jamie harris what a surprise andrew bartlett now two of those are existing podcast panelists and uh, I, I sort of maybe pressed on them a bit too hard to give me some content uh, but obviously not a great groundswell of interaction and i can only think that people are a bit bit tired you know they got tired legs a bit like if they were asked to play 90 minutes with uh not many subs on the bench anyway so this first clip is from andrew arnie bartlett let's have a listen greetings exiles arnie here loads of talking points for me from the game against mk dons gotta be the least boring and most entertaining nil nil draw i've seen in a long time first thing i think we all need to be really grateful that those clowns at the fa and uefa having introduced the concept of winning goal to settle games that finish all square after 90 minutes. I got to go to work on Monday, and with the standard of finishing that we saw from both sides yesterday, I think we could have played until next week, and we still wouldn't have seen a goal. Second, I think the cast for Beauty and the Beast at the Riverfront over Christmas are going to have to put up a hell of a performance to better the pantomime that we saw from the officials on the pitch. (laughs) It was really laughable at some points, uh, especially during the first half. Third, I guess seeing our old Mucker Cameron Norman back on Rodney Parade. Uh, mixed feelings a bit, uh, but I think, you know, luminous pink boots pretty much says it all uh, from what we were expecting to get from him. Fourth, yeah, the way that MK Don started to play, I think trying to play out from the back, uh, it looked like uh, they were going to be all over us for a while. Uh, but there aren't many teams in League Two who can do that consistently. I think we really managed to snuff that out. And I think we should be really thankful that uh, they continued to try to do that. It was pretty high risk for them, uh, but they just kept at it again and again and again and really kept us in the game at times. And then the final point for me, 
Uh, I think it was good to have a reminder for all our male listeners uh, to check your balls carefully to avoid any nasty surprises. Uh, <laughs> ultimately, I think a great point, uh, especially you know, bearing in mind we only had a match day squad of 16, uh, I think it was fantastic to get a point, get something out of it, because we were really blowing out of our backsides by the end of it. That's all from me, folks. Keep it county. Yeah, so many points there that <laughs> I'd be reminded of, uh, yeah, some bizarreness about the, the footballs and that they're not inflated enough and other such stuff. And um, the Cameron Norman point is excellent because there was a moment where I was sat above the terraces and Cameron Norman gets played off the ball, starts rolling around. Now, he used to do this professionally for us. He used to be a right old shit house, but now he's not ours anymore. And the crowd absolutely erupted. And we know what you are, Cameron. You know, it was it was great comedy. Excellent. Would we have expected any less? I just, I, I love the sort of semi-fickle nature of, you know, we, we would have cheered that with him as a, as a county player. But now because he's on the opposing side and he's just trying to get an advantage, what a shithouse. <laughs> excellent, excellent, excellent. Okay, moving on. Let's hear from our very own Jamie Harris. Morning all. Uh, not from the north, as Ian would say, but from the south. Uh, Jamie here reporting after a quick jaunt along the M4 corridor to South Wales and to Rodney Parade. Uh, while I made my way across, I was just thinking, I just wanted to say thanks to all the kind words last week, and for those not familiar, we've been uh, nominated in the in the Football Supporters Association Awards for Club Podcast of the Year. I've said it online, but you know we don't have a budget or a fancy recording studio. You know, I'm literally recording this into my phone right now. Uh, you know, we edit on dusty old laptops, um, but we're named alongside some genuine heavy hitters of the fan podcast world. Uh, it's not about what we put in, but it's what you, the listeners, get out of it. So um, I hope that means we're doing something right and producing podcasts that are useful for you and that you enjoy. But on to the parade. Um, I, I was looking forward to this one. We we looked good at Gillingham in our previous run out in the league. And in the cup, we put in a professional display in home to Oldham. You know, we've blown hot and cold in, in recent weeks and months. I'll be honest, I try and block, block out the bad games at Notts County. Um, I know we're up against it right now, but I feel like we can hang on in there until some of our crocked lads return, and then again until January when we can get to work in the transfer market. But, you know, no one is above criticism, and, and the various mitigating circumstances around injuries, small budgets, only really go so far. But but you know what? We can really put in a display at home at times. I'm, yeah, I was feeling confident, despite all of the injuries, of, of a committed performance. Um, as an aside, I, I did start my day in the Newport Food Market, um, which is a stunning little venue um, before moseying over the river. Um, but yeah, the game itself, my thoughts from the Hazel Terrace, um, a point seemed about right. I think being down to the bare bones is putting it mildly, so I'm, I'm grateful for, for that point and the draw and the way we dug in. Uh, I, I thought Evans and Bogle were industrious, they were they were our best players by far, they ran their socks off and the and the quality on the ball was actually great to see. You know, you, you saw Evans pick the ball up, make a nice turn and run at the defence. Um, you know, the uh, thing is, the issue we have when playing with that that flat back five or, you know, three, five, two, whatever it is, um, and that midfield combo is the real inability to, to get up the pitch in numbers and support those front two. So, you know, while we did miss a few good chances, I think we, we did run out of options at times, um, you know, putting that final ball in. 
but yeah, at the back, um, well, you know, we still get caught out a bit with, with opposition cutting through us like butter and getting forward much too quickly on the break. But we generally dealt with what they had to offer. And when they did manage to get their shots away, Townsend was phenomenal. I was up on my feet twice applauding some of those saves. That double save right in, in, late in the second half was fantastic as well. I think, though, we desperately need some players back, either to strengthen that midfield or or at the back, so the likes of Baker can move into the middle of the park and strengthen the midfield that way. Uh, to be honest, I can't wait to get Wildig and Charlesley back. I think they, they offer that creative spark that we're, we're seeming to miss. Or, or you know, give, give way to go. You know, he only got seven minutes at the weekend. And as Reese has said before on the pod, a lot of goals Bogle in particular gets ends up going through weight. So, you know, maybe it's worth starting him. All in all, though, we need to give this 11 a break. Bogle was exhausted, um, but we couldn't bring him off as we had no one on the bench, really, that, that Cochran really felt would be ready to sort of step up. Um, but yeah, to sum up, yeah, great day at the parade. I thought the crowd um, were really getting behind the, the team. You know, some disagreements over over the ref's performance and the way he was pulling up, you know, certain challenges. But you know, the, those kind of things always seem to sort of G, G on the crowd at the end. But yeah, it was a great atmosphere, uh, an entertaining nil-nil, um, I think, as Jack's been saying as well. Yeah, really, really sort of entertaining game with um, a few chances, just a little bit of lack of quality in the, in, in the box in the final third. But certainly not a lack of quality in goal, and uh, you know Townsend deserves the plaudits. I'm very pleased that he's um, he's not accepting that international call up, so he can stay and, and perform and, and obviously keep his place in the side as well. So yeah, that's my report from the uh, trip to Rally Parade for for the no-no draw against MK Dons, and yeah, we've got a tough couple of fixtures, couple of weeks up until Christmas really coming up. But you know, we uh, we we fight till the end, as they say. Lovely. Thank you, Jamie, for that one. Yeah, a Nick Townsend. That that double save was absolutely out of this world. And it was. It was a nil-nil to save her. When do you ever say that for a game of football, really? Part of that was it was back at fourth. I felt the first half was very much ours, and the second one, you know, the second half was very much theirs. God, they came close. But um, it's got to take you take your wins from where you can and a nil-nil with a decimated squad I think we might hear from the anonymous caller about how impressed he was with that but yeah brilliant effort anyway moving on the OG of the podcast Reese Warren sends this in yeah I think we got to be happy with a point there against a pretty decent MK Dons team with the players that we were missing uh, we had 10 outfield players missing only named five on the bench two of those were academy players the players looked out on their feet by the end, so I think it was a credible, a credible draw. We had chances to win it, but I don't think we had a shot on target. We had some very good opportunities, but you've got to work the keeper there in uh, in those situations. Nick Townsend was absolutely heroic in his uh, goalkeeping, some incredible saves, and uh, MK Dons missed a couple of sitters as well, just smashing him over the bar. Uh, we really could do without uh, this midweek game this week. Hopefully, Coco just plays the minimum number of eligible players and puts the youth team players out, giving some of those who really need it a rest because the last thing we need is another long-term injury. Could turn out to be a really important point overall. Our next three games, we've got Stockport, Mansfield and Morecambe away. All of them are in the top seven, so we might get no points from those next three. And then after that, 
we've got a massive game against Tranmere, which if we win that, you know, puts that little bit of separation again between us and, and the bottom couple of sides. Bad news again this morning with Drysdale picking up another injury, uh, meaning he won't be coming back as soon as we hoped. We really do need some reinforcements now. I think we're, we're just looking so thin on the ground. We're, we're almost one injury or two injuries away from not being on the field uh, at 11. Nick Townsend's turned down his international call-up, so it's good news for us that he'll still be available over the next couple of fixtures, but we are probably going to lose Matt Baker for a game or two um, when he's away with the Wales under-21s. So again, that's putting even more pressure on the squad. But coming back to yesterday's game, I thought overall, very entertaining. Both sides had opportunities to win it. Um, not often you come away with a uh, entertaining nil-nil. Most of the players played really well. That's always a, a positive. So the performance was good, especially the first half. The pressing was good. I think we were kind of just clinging on by the end of the game. The players were out on their feet. Um, so you can't fault the effort levels. Also, uh, shout out to the guys from Newport Veterans who did the uh, remembrance service before the start of the game and a very well-respected minute of silence as well from all the fans. That's it for me. Until next time, keep it county. Yeah, thanks, Reese. That's great. You've uh, you've run through the fixtures and the injuries so that I don't have to at the end of the podcast. Oh, I think you forgot something. You sent another clip in. One other thing worth mentioning that I didn't in my uh, notes there is right. the referee was really <laughs> inconsistent yesterday. Um, Here we go again. Frustratingly slow. So he was um, like letting some niggly things go, and then minutes later he'd be penalising them. Just must be so frustrating for the players on both sides that they never really got a sense of what he wanted. He booked both our strikers for dissent, but then other dissent uh, when Max Dean was abusing the linesman and when Norman was whinging about decisions, no bookings there. So, you know, where where do you stand? Yeah, yeah, he was he was definitely a talking point. There must not have been an assessor there because, as you said, so wildly inconsistent. How much dissent did we see from both sides? Definitely more than what the Will Evans dissent was. Was hardly. I mean, he didn't. He didn't even throw a hand back. He just said something. It must have been pretty offensive. Whatever he did say. Anyway, moving on. We received this from anonymous, but he kind of sounds like the front man from a band called. Oh, I'm trying to remember. Him. Taffy was a thief. What does that stand for? Anyway, let's listen. Considering we have nobody to come off the bench, and those players had to work for 90-plus minutes, absolutely fantastic performance. GC, you are doing a great job. When we get players back in January, whenever, it'll be a new squad. Up the county, keep the faith. Yeah, 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 he's doing a great job. I totally, utterly agree and let's finish on a little article i know it's a bit thin on content this week i've tried my best the latest article from south wales argus is all about how graham Coughlin is looking to strengthen in january and what his plan is he's quoted as to say in the argus i have a clear idea of which way i would like to go said the manager who enjoyed great success last january were bringing in loanies matt baker charlie mcneil and callum kavanagh I have a short, medium and long-term plan, he says. I seem to be working off short-term planning at this moment in time with the circumstances through injuries, consistencies and continuity. 
I have three or four players I would like to bring in, probably the same three or four I wanted to bring in last summer. I certainly have a hit list, a number of players I would like to engage with, or would like to sit down with, and try and persuade them to play for us at the back end of the season. Not really saying anything that would surprise us. I think any manager before January hits would say, here's some players I would like, and and Coughlin is no different, but I, I think it's sorely needed. Anyway, we'll 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 leave you on that one. The the fixtures have been discussed, the referees been discussed, Inflate Gate has been discussed, Cameron Norman being a shit house. The only thing I haven't remembered to mention was Omar Bogle, yeah, he did look tired, totally agree with that. But oh, don't we just get frustrated that he can't pass it sideways at key moments? I think that that could have been a goal, but I think before that he had missed that half sitter and was very frustrated and wanted to put that to bed and, and bless him, you know. When you know you're not being replaced at the 70th minute, I feel for those boys. But they they, they did us proud. Nil-nil is a win to me. Anyway, let's enjoy whatever side that we're struggling to put out against Bristol Rovers. And let's see if we can push on further in that trophy game. Until next time, I've been Jack from WeAreExiles.net, your occasional 1912 Exiles host. And till the next one, keep it county. days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com even on a budget quality is non-negotiable that's why quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered. By fans.